Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. Welcome. Primetime with Isaac and Souk. What is going on up here? I never know, man. Unbiased. Shut, shut, your, shut your mouth. Uncompromised sports talk without the sugar coating. I hope you're happy. You wasted everyone's life for 30 seconds. Isaac Rop and Jason Sukanik. Now shut up and let me do my job. The best in sports coverage. This is going to be great. This is Primetime with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. All right. Welcome back. Hope you have a nice little Wednesday. It's Rob Souk. What's going on? Uh, we're talking college football, but you probably already knew that. We do that a lot. What? That's what we do out here. And that is. People always ask, like, like, oh, you do a show? What do you talk <laughs> about? And you're like, I don't know. Stuff? Football? Football. Football. Football and hot issues with Souk and uh, Will and Isaac and stuff and all that. Very generic. Yeah. <laughs> I never know what hot to, issues. I never know what to say. Like, I don't, what do you guys talk about? I don't know. We just hot talk. issues. We just, you know what I things. say to people? I say we we talk about what guys are talking about. Yeah, I like that. How about that? Loosely based around sports. Because when you're out there in the gym or <laughs> I don't know, they used to call it around the water cooler, yeah, or maybe no, you're at a bar. Yeah. What are you guys talking about out there? <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah, we're doing. Things. It's not hard. Things and stuff, and you know. Ah! All right, uh, a boycott could be coming. The latest... <laughs> I love a good boycott. Florida State conspiracy theory have is you, that... Have you ever boycotted anything, by the way? Like, I, I don't... Um... I've been foist, uh, foisted upon. I've had forced boycotts on me. My, uh, my late wife loved a good boycott. And then she would yell, like, she would boycott, like, a pizza place. And then I wasn't allowed to go there. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I've ever actively boycotted anything. I'm too, far too lazy for it. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think. I don't. I don't think so. Like, if I, I mean, hit, if there's something I don't like, I just don't ever. Yeah. Like, if I don't like a restaurant, I just don't go back. But that's not a boycott. That's right. just me not liking something. But if you make a strong bird, if you got delicious chicken, maybe I don't agree with your stances on everything. But you make a strong bird, and it's by my house. Guess what? I'm eating that Sammy. My wife likes Jimmy John's a lot. Yeah. And she boycotted them because of the. Uh, I guess that dude was like a. Big game hunter or something, and that pissed really? her off. Really? She boycotted Jimmy John's, huh? Well, until I called her, I was like, hey, I'm coming home. I'm going to stop at Jimmy John's. Do you want anything? She's like, all right. See? Yeah, sure. I don't have it in me to boycott, but I wish I did. So, all right, what are we boycotting now? What are we? Florida uh, State. Yes. Florida State may boycott the Orange Bowl. <laughs> oh, no. What do you mean, oh, no? Who cares? What do you mean, who cares? What if they don't show up? Great. Awesome. Go Florida State. I don't know. Just, you're just costing yourself more money. Great. Just throw a hissy fit. Is it possible, too, that you're afraid of getting your ass kicked by Georgia? Like, just... So today, the Orange Bowl canceled its press conference Ah. with both coaches. Yeah. And so... That's the fear? People were looking at that going, well, wait a minute. Uh, Maybe Florida State is not going to play the game. (laughs) (laughs) Who would be next in line? Oh, would they... So they would just... They would just, yeah. Throw somebody else in there? They would just throw someone else in there. But they're already preparing for another bowl game. And oh, they yeah. got to make travel plans and stuff. Like, you can't just... Colorado's not preparing for anything. <laughs> Th- throw Prime in there? If you called the... Be- oh, no. Oh, no. If you called the... Some ratings? Like, Missouri... How bad would Georgia beat Colorado? Oh, my God. Do you believe... I don't think Colorado has any players. <clears throat> well, let's, let's just say, for instance, Notre Dame, who's playing the Beeps. 
A lot of opt-outs, Notre Dame. Yeah. But if you called up Notre Dame or you called up Iowa, you called up Louisville, uh, you called up Arizona, I'm just looking at the, like, the, that's like 14 through 18 in the rankings, and said, hey, would you be willing to take, uh, instead of taking $3 million, would you like $28 million? And would you like to come play Georgia down in the uh, Orange Bowl? Uh, and then you take some other team that, you know, you you throw them into to whatever random bowl game. Yeah, I think you can make that happen. As long as it happens huh. sooner than later. And even if they don't, hey, Florida State, boo freaking who? I And I'm on Florida State's side. I said all along, I think they got jobbed and I wouldn't have done that. But this candy ass bitching and moaning, woe is me thing, it's getting old. And now you're threatening the boycott. I kind of want Georgia to stomp a mud hole in you now. Well... I don't know if any college team has ever just not shown up to a game voluntarily. I don't know if that's ever happened. Well, but yeah, I'm trying to to think. Didn't they have a something happened with the NCAA tournament a couple of years ago, didn't it? Did it? I remember UCLA had a COVID thing and they didn't tell anyone about it and that game got canceled. I remember no, that. No, I'm talking about voluntarily. I thought there were players that boycotted the NCAA tournament due to like wasn't it due to Money imbalance in college. Ah, I don't remember. I don't know. Hmm. I can't remember. Dawn Staley uh, pulled her game, her team out of a BYU game. Oh, uh, that's right, because of the because of a lie and that never happened. <laughs> but she refused to go back on it. The racist fans <laughs> in the stands that turned out to be a complete and total hoax made up by a woman's grandmother. There but... are no racist fans <laughs> in the stands at BYU. No. <laughs> It's, oh. it's like an ex- assumption. It's like, ah, yeah, it probably is. Well, that's true. You but <laughs> can you, if, if you are going to have a racist fan base, can't you at least find a real racist incident to protest? Yeah, you, sh- you should have to. Instead of a made-up one? That should be the bar, yeah. Don Staley can kiss my white ass. So I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if any college teams have ever just not shown up for a game voluntarily, but I don't know, and I don't think Florida State will do that, but... That's no. what they're talking about. I mean, I boycott, baby. It would be such a blow to their school and their. I mean, it would be a big financial thing. I mean, you're already bitching yeah. and moaning about the ACC and, and the money involved, and so now you're just going to flush that money down the the toilet. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I, look, I say this: anytime you you boycott something and you're really willing to put your ass on the line, I'll respect that. I will. Like my, the, the best one of all time was Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali just flat out said, he, what did he say, that uh, you know, no Viet Cong has ever done anything to me. I'm not going to go fight the white man's war. So I'm not going to do it. And they threw his ass in prison. They took away his heavyweight championship belt. They cost him the prime of his career. And he said, nope, I don't care. This is my principle. I'm going to do it. So when you do something like that, whether I agree with you or not, I have a lot of respect for that. Um, and if Florida State wants to do that and they're going to stick to their guns, mad respect. But most of the time when push comes to shove and there's a real negative impact on you, you fold. And I do feel like Florida State here, you know, as much of a case as they have, and they do have one, the conspiracy theory and that ESPN's twisting their handlebar mustache and that this is the worst thing that's ever happened, it's a bit much. It's a bit much for me at this point. Well, it was pretty bad. It was. Did you actually see too the 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 uh, the way the vote went down? Like there was a someone explained it that the the vote will never be known. It's like a it's how many guys are in that room or people humans? Uh, I know they show it and there, it looks like maybe 20, 12, 15, 16? something like that. Doesn't it change every year too? Or does it they just do, change the people? They rotate them in and out. No, I don't think the number changes, but they rotate people through. They, yeah. they go in, um, like, I don't know, two, three-year intervals or something. How many Man. on... Do they have term limits? 
Yeah, they do. Like I said, they go they go through two, three year intervals. But like, can they run for election again though? It's thirteen. Well, members. they're not. They're not elected. Thirteen. Thirteen members. They're appointed. And so I guess the way it went down is they all vote like on computer and it's secret, right? Oh. And then if they so none of the others know what the others yeah, and then voted. they and then they debate. So I guess they voted a ton of times and couldn't come up with a consensus. And this was on. Oh, it sat- has to be a consensus. Uh, yeah, they they come up with it. So like they were just it's not they, a majority. It's not a majority. So I think they just they kept voting Whoa. and everything was set one through three, and four was the. You know, it was between Florida State and it was Alabama. So I guess they went to bed on Saturday not having a a consensus, right? And so they said that once they went to bed, they woke up. They only had to vote, like they they said, just a couple more times, and they all ended up with Alabama. And everyone was like, I wish we would have known what happened. Why did it go for so contentious on Saturday to basically being a done deal on Sunday? Well, because if you got to get to unanimous, they know the time's— Running out, they yeah. have they have to change their vote. But what I, I you can't I, have a hung jury. I wish we would have known. And so that's where again the conspiracy theories come in. Is did anyone get to them? What you know were they talking to people? Was anyone in their ear? Because it sounded like when they went to bed on Saturday, it was like, oh my god, what are we going to do? And basically, they woke up Sunday and was like, yeah, it's Alabama. Huh. They said All they right. only had to vote just a, a, a couple times on Sunday to get to Alabama's the team, and and away you go. Mm-hmm. But they just again, I just go back. Florida State had their chance. Had they played better offensively in those last two games, certainly the game against Louisville, I don't believe they would have done that. Whereas Florida State's going to tell you, no matter what they did, we could have won by 80 points and they were going to leave us out. And I just don't Why I don't even that. play the game? By the way, this boycott thing, uh, this is not a thing coming from Florida State. This is just speculation. Mm. But they did cancel the uh, head coach press conference today. At the Orange Bowl, yeah, which is odd. Yeah, look, it's so it, it'd be a ballsy move. Be a ballsy move on Florida State. I'd be, I to me, it sounds like it'd be unprecedented. But what do I know? Trevor Lawrence speaks about Cartgate next on the fan. Went and looked up who the college football playoff committee actually is, mm-hmm. <laughs> and as uh, you would imagine, they have their you know their roster on their website. Yeah, they got the bios and all that. They oh, all oh. look exactly like because they're all dressed in suits and they're old rich white guys. Yeah, some of them have nothing to do with. <laughs> College football. Yeah, there's one. And so, okay, so they're all rich white guys. Or, well, I don't know, rich. They're all old white guys, okay? Yeah. Except for three black guys, one of whom is Will Shields of uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. NFL Hall of Fame lineman, yeah. Will Shields. Yeah, they put him on there. Uh, he, I guess he's doing, he just, you know, he had a long career in the NFL, but sure. he um, he owns and operates gyms now. Okay. But they he's on there. And then there's one woman. That's the uh, the white side lady, right? Yeah, and she's a she's a former sports writer who is now a professor at Montclair State University. Yeah, I believe the only reason I know that is <laughs> Florida State fan uh, has been tweeting about it nonstop. Of why, why the hell is she on the committee? Oh, yeah, they think. Well, what if she voted for that? Well, I, I guess I, she we, didn't because you're saying it had to be all thirteen of them. I think it had to be unanimous. Okay, but um, yeah, they they just have they have pointed out her many many. Many times of exactly why is she on there? Well, you know, you know, us men, especially down south, we don't like women telling us what to do, anyways. Let alone being on yeah. our playoff. Committee. Seems quite sexist yeah, to just yeah. pick her out and say, "Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> Have you read through these bios? Yeah, what's Gene Taylor doing in there? I don't know. Mitch Barnhart's on there, and he's of course the former Oregon State AD who's now at Kentucky. Yeah, and there's a couple. There's a couple ADs on there. I think I don't know. Can't is it? 
Kansas State's athletic director is on there. Maybe it's Wisconsin. I don't know. Jim Grobe, you remember him, the former football coach? Yeah. At uh, Wake Forest, right? Wake, yeah. Yeah. He's he's out there. Well, anyway. if it, it, it And people asking, like, if anyone was in people's ears, the one that they keep pointing to is the Florida State-Louisville game on ABC drew about 7 million people. The Georgia-Alabama game drew almost 18. So... I think when people are asking, you know, what happened over the course of the night for it to shift so radically from we can't decide back and forth to, yeah, it's Alabama. Some people are pointing out that maybe some phone calls were placed saying 18 million yeah. people. Right. And again, traditionally, when we've let the the ugly duckling in, it hasn't gone very well in those games. And you kind of feel like there's always one dud. And it feels like with this group, there isn't a dud. I don't think there's a game that people look at and kind of like, eh. Whereas if Florida State were playing, you know, Michigan, whether it's right or not, the perception would have been people aren't interested and and, and the, the viewers would have suffered. Hey, Trevor Lawrence has spoken up about Cartgate. <laughs> Why, it took him nine hours to walk back to the locker room? Well, the media, led by uh, Colin Cowherd here on The Fan. And you, I think, were a part of this uh, group. I did ask why. Storming the streets with pitchforks. I was ready to boy- Why was there no cart? I was ready to boycott carts. For Trevor Lawrence when he hurt his ankle and he couldn't walk. I just have never seen a player of his caliber have to limp off and, and walk down the tunnel. Like I mean, it took him like 15 minutes to get off the field. Well, he has now spoken up, and perhaps uh, he has been coaxed into saying this. Yeah. But let's take him at his word. No, I don't want. I want. I want to get his long-haired word. Yeah. He said we talked about getting a cart, and I was going to get a cart, and then I'm standing there, and I'm already on the sideline. At that point, the tunnel is right there. I just wanted to get off the field and get out of there. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on with my ankle, and I felt like I could get off the field. I was like, "Hey, you're good. Just don't bring it out. I'm going in." And then once I got in there in the hallway, I'm like, this is a pretty long walk. <laughs> they asked again if I wanted a card. I'm like, no, we're going to make it the whole way there. Well, I mean. So there you go. There is an element, and, and I have seen this a lot with linemen, where you will not let yourself be carted off the field. That's Absolutely right. not. That's right. But it's a choice. once you're on the sidelines, you take the car back up into the tunnel. But, yeah, there, is, there is an element of come hell or high water. I take pride in that. I've never been wheeled off the field. I have been wheeled into the locker room a time or two. But, yeah, I mean, maybe he just took it a step further. It just seemed like a long, arduous walk back to that locker room on a very, very what tender if, angle. What if you had crooked leg like the sideline guy? Oh, yeah, you you take the cart. Well, of course. But, but then they said you were down on the field, you had crooked leg, and yeah. they said, okay, look, man, I got bad news. <laughs> look. We're playing in a stadium. Uh, let's say you're playing Hawaii Stadium. Like, that place is a dump. They don't have a lot of yeah. resources there, yeah. a lot of services. Yeah. And they say, hey, dude, there's no cart. <laughs> but we do have a Paul Pierce wheelchair. <laughs> look, I'll say this. Are you taking the Paul Pierce wheelchair yeah, yeah. off look, of the field? Look, if you, let me just say with this. crooked leg? While I'm proud to say I never got wheeled off the field, I've also never snapped my leg. If you got the crook leg, <laughs> if you've got a. Uh, well, a, they straighten it up. You know, they put it in that. The air cast. Yeah. Look, I'm just saying, if you've got a dog leg right. About 465 <laughs> over some water. Guess what? You lay up. You don't aim over the trees. All right? At that right. point, you all lay right. up and, and What if you got an ACL? No. Uh, well, what if you got an ACL? I, then I think you, you limp off the field. You're not Paul Pearson, that thing? No. You limp off the field, and then you take the wheelchair on the side. If you can, if it's not snapped in half, you, you limp your ass off the field for some pride, 
and then you get to the bench and you let the meat wagon come and get you. Mikey Potty, he walked off on a broken leg against the Seahawks in a playoff game. He yeah. snapped his leg and he walked off the field to then jump on the cart and go in. That is a dumb sort of lineman mentality of you're not I'm not, not getting wheeled off. Broken legs are a choice. What if it what if it's like a little Volkswagen Beetle? That's even better. <laughs> strap you to the strap you to the hood of it. Yeah, and you're and you're giving the thumbs up on Herbie. At least today, now they have like specific carts to to wheel you out. Uh, back when I played, those were just starting to be the norm. So I did see people just get loaded up in the back of like John Deere Gators. Now they have specific ones where it's a John Deere Gator, but like a a, a seat that slides forward, and then you get to sit in the seat, and they slide you back. Back in the day, they literally just dumped you in the back of a small pickup, <laughs> and it was kind of embarrassing. Yeah, we've come a long way. We've we've, we've gotten. What if better. they went horseback and they threw you over the back of the horse <laughs> like they did in the olden days? <laughs> the Florida State Seminole. That yeah, that, they do that at Florida State. They, or Traveler, I think, is the USC horse. He just drags you out of there. Get you on like a, a little sled pulled by the horse. I think that'd be kind of fun. Some style there. It might be a little bumpy. I can't. I'm always impressed at the dudes that get the crooked leg, and I'm guessing that they give you some of the inhalant stuff like right away. But I'm impressed at how some of those dudes handle it. I got to imagine that that is a yeah, very painful, shocking amount of pain coming at you. Yeah, I always think about that watching them, and they're just kind of huh, a lot of them. Yeah. Some of them are crying, you know. But the, but you always feel like when they're crying, they're only crying because. Like Phillips was crying. The, yeah, the kid from Miami. Yeah, because you know. Are you watching in season hard knocks? No, I'm at not. All? You aren't. Yeah, Miami, the Dolphins are on in-season hard knocks right now. Yeah, so Phillips snapped his Achilles. Up-close look at uh, Mike McDaniel, who is... I love that guy. He's really something He's got those there. transition lenses oh, going on. Sorry. What's happening? <laughs> ah, misfire. This is Mike McDaniel's theme music? Um, no, but Phillips, they were profiling him, and then he, he goes down with the Achilles. Yeah, snapped his and Achilles. he was balling on his way off, but that's yeah. just because yeah, you, know you, you push- just know how long the road is to recovery, and you're yeah. so frustrated. I... It, I am always amazed at those guys how they they seem to be in no pain yeah. <laughs> when they're when they're being carted off with crooked leg or yeah no knee. Now I don't know if they they still do this, but back in the day we had the uh, we had the little fentanyl spray and it was obviously way toned down, but it was just you know they'd give you Quanlo up each nostril and then it was it was good. I don't think they're allowed to do that anymore out on the field. Maybe they do, but yeah, I they they seem to. They they seem to handle it amazingly. Or maybe you're well. just in shock. Tortle shots. Yeah, yeah exactly. shock. Shock yeah. may be one of those but things you, never, that you, you get to the locker room and you're like, oh my god. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think eventually it's or maybe you're on the way to the hospital. Like, hey, do you got anything? <laughs> the answer is yes. Jake the hater says, uh, what if they brought out the Wells Fargo wagon <laughs> <laughs> and carted you off with that thing? <laughs> I want someone else said that. I want the Oscar Mayer Wiener mobile. Do oh, that. there you go. Take that. And like the hot dog, like it's like the Bobo Fed thing. Like the back of the wiener opens up. And you just, you go up into it. Slave One style, Han Solo. What if it were Phil Knight? This is from Deal. He says you're at the Ducks game and the Phil Knight comes out and takes you out in the sidecar motorcycle. Oh, that's fantastic. And he's got his helmet and <laughs> goggles on. I love it. Puddles is there waving you goodbye. The other one, too, that's bad that people don't realize is that when you're on the road, um, you got to get on an airplane. I watched a dude, and it wasn't it wasn't a, a, a snap leg like that, but he blew out whole knee, the, the whole deal. Fractured kneecap, three <laughs> ligaments, and uh, we had to go from uh, – we were in Virginia, and we had to fly from Virginia back to – I felt so bad for that poor dude. And I 
look, maybe he was just higher than a kite, and he deserved every bit of it. Because I just, mm. I mean, you got to fly on that thing, and it swells. I just sat there and watched him, and there's no good place no. on an airplane for someone like that to sit. No. And you know, they they tried to do it the best. You know, they gave him three seats, but it just. You just Ouch. see guys like that, and you realize that ain't a private plane. Like, I mean, there's just nowhere to. It's not like the Blazers where there's a bedroom back there. You're on a you're on a plane, and what? that dude's got to fly seven hours. What if they tied a rope to your good leg and just <laughs> dragged you out of there, gladiator style? See, Come that, on, football's a gladiator sport. That would be a bit. You guys want to be seem tough, so well, there you go. Uh, harsh. We're dragging your ass. You don't want to ride in the cart? All right, we're dragging you ass out of here on a rope. <laughs> So can we get dugouts on NFL sidelines? That's why the medical tent is there. Dugout, yeah. 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 That's but the medical is. tent is a relatively new phenomenon. Yeah, it's because they don't want to see you uh, injecting people and putting pain pills and doing whatever. Well, you, I know you why it's there. there, but it's relatively new. They yes. haven't always had it. No. You they sa- should have always had it, but they haven't. Yeah. Well, you used to have to go in the locker room to do all that stuff. And now you can just do it right there. And what I do love when guys go in the tent, can barely walk, and they come out. And it's like, he's been retaped and he's good to go. Yeah, seems like everything's fine. They will not acknowledge on any college or NFL broadcast that that guy is doped up. They will not do it, and it's just, it cracks well, me up. Well, why would they, though? Well, why would we, you do how about some transparency? Why? Huh? Who, for the kids? Why can't we think about the kids? Can we just, the kids don't need to know that. Well, look, if you can't walk one minute, and then, like, the next, you're out there and you're playing, none of us are dumb. Why do we have well, to do Well, there you go. It's, it's unspoken. Like, you know, well, they don't just, need to say it. I just find that to be ridiculous when they're like, hey, I don't know what happened. And, and they'll sometimes be cheeky. They're like, I don't know what happened in the tent there, but he seems to be moving around much better now. Yeah. You think? <laughs> I wonder what happened in there. Mm. They gave him the Miyagi hand rub and everything's fine. All right. <clears throat> we got to go. Trevor Lawrence says they had a cart. He just didn't want it. Okay. In the news is coming up next. The atmospheric river is expected to ease up tonight. Thank God. For heaven's sakes. I feel good. Prime time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. They're fighting for clicks, we're fighting for wins. Oh, that reminds me, no Dan Lanning tomorrow. He's out crouting. So um, yeah. we'll talk to him next, closer to the Fiesta Bowl. Yeah, catch up with him. And, and by the way, just I don't know if Will had that in his report. I didn't hear it, but Achille Arnold now in the portal again for did. Oregon State. Did you, did you get that? I did. And I'm, look, I'm not trying to make any sort of assumptions, but my guess is his brother is probably you know, going to follow. Right. I mean, so, you know, you start looking at you start looking at, you know, from one of your best linebackers to two of your best uh, returning uh, secondary guys to your your stud tight end to both of your quarterbacks. I mean, this is uh, this is this is bad. This isn't this isn't what what Ohio State and Oregon where you're losing some depth or some guys didn't quite work out. Outside of Martinez, this is the backbone of what you were hoping to come back next year, and it's uh, it's it's getting bad. PFF ranks him as an eighty-five percent execution rate, which is pretty unheard of. He's really really good, and as again, his brother's a hell of a linebacker. So we'll see. I haven't heard anything from from uh, from the other Arnold, but two really talented guys, and you just wonder if if one's gone, maybe it's a, again a, a package sort of deal. We'll we'll see. It is December 6, 2023. It is time now for In the News. I'm your noted newsman. Hello. Thank you. Today is a uh, special day for a couple of uh, um, forgotten Americans. Oh, what do we got? We have National Pawnbrokers Day. Oh, okay. They need their own day. 
when I guess. You, when I you need know. to buy a secondhand <laughs> shotgun and a wedding ring that may or may not be stolen. And National Miners Day. Oh, okay. All the miners. No miners. Yeah. By the way, no, it's, I'm sure if you're buying a wedding ring from a pawn shop, some of those places are very, very reputable. That's not what I just heard from you. <laughs> I was just kind of being facetious. I think you were suggesting that all rings purchased at pawn shops nah. are stolen. Some of those things are really nice. You ever been to one of those, like, like, a good pawn shop? Who is it on if, if, if it is a stolen ring? I think it's on the pawn shop. I don't. I it think, is. I think pawn well, shops. How are they supposed to know it's stolen? I think pawn shops have to be really, really careful. I like being serious. I think the the, the good ones, they really they have to be dialed. Well, how in. would they know? Like, what what resource do they have to know if a ring is stolen? If well, some guy comes in, is like, here, uh, I want to sell this. I, I think there has to be some sort of documentation. I, I think they have to be careful because if they end up, you have to have with, the with, with it being stolen, I think, and the person can prove that it's theirs, they're out of the money. So I do think that pawnbrokers actually are, the good ones are really dialed in. And there is why they need their own day. Yes. Today is that day. Yes. Oh, well, the atmospheric river. Yeah, can we be over this already? Holy ex- hell. Expected to ease up tonight. It was, uh, boy, I tell you, I <laughs> I was talking to my wife today, and uh, she's down in San Diego, and I flew back here Monday morning. So I have, you know, I've been back here the whole time, and she's been down there, and I said, do you remember when I left Monday morning? She's like, yeah. That's not how she talks, though. Uh, <laughs> I, don't why, <laughs> I don't know why I sure made, she, gave sure her she, that voice. She loves that. But I said, it has not stopped raining since that moment. And she's like, what? I'm like, I, I, Dad, this is a bad one. Yes. It is so much rain. I was driving today and uh, I had the so much rain. I had the big uh, truck nuts pull up beside me. Yeah. And it and my little EV and it kicked a wall of water on me. And it was it was a little freaky. It was one of those that like my wipers couldn't keep up with it. So you're going down the freeway and you're like, "Well, for, for the next 4 to 5 seconds, I can see nothing. <coughs> Hope no me. one slams on their brakes." Just constant. Yeah, it's bad. And it just makes it, it makes for a miserable day. Oh you just wake God. up and you look out and you're like, I know. oh, man. I just want to crawl in bed. Yeah, it's not good. Do a bunch of, I mean, no, no, not at all. Do a bunch of what? No. What? No, just wake up and, like, have some coffee and then lay back down. That's what bed. I did. I had a bunch of coffee today. Well, you know it was a hell of a rainstorm when we get sewage into the Willamette. Oh, yeah. You know, this used to be a thing that was very common. Yeah, the overflow, the poop-filled Willamette. Yeah, but that is not a thing anymore. You know, they fixed that back in 2011. Yeah, they cleaned it up. Um, I'm still not swimming in there, but, you know. But now they're saying this storm was so big that we have uh, doo-doo running into the Willamette. Well, good Uh, thing, again, I'm assuming in the middle of December, no one is swimming in the Willamette. They're saying it would be much worse without Portland's big pipe project. That's what my wife calls it. <laughs> the big pipe? At home. She, yeah, yeah. she wants that big pipe project. <laughs> uh, which was designed to reduce uh, the overflows. Um, for years and years when it rained, sewage flowed into the river. Now it's so rare that when it does happen, it's news. So it is news. We we do have poo. We do have the poopy in poopy. the poopy river. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. So that's how you know that's a lot of rain. Cancel that wakeboarding trip that you scheduled on the Willamette next <laughs> week. It's off. Can't do it. Uh, we have a Roseburg. Now, this is Roseburg, Washington. Oh. Not Oregon. 
Not familiar with Roseburg, Washington. <clears throat> but we have a. Uh, this made national news because we have we have the rescue caught on video. Mm, we love those. Or maybe it's Rosberg. Sorry, I don't know. If, is it Roseburg or Rosberg? I don't know. R O S B U R G. I'm not familiar with it. I don't know. Where is it up by like Tacoma da, area? Da, like, baby, I don't know. Where are we going? I'll look it up. Uh, apparently, it's down here by the Oregon border. The Coast Guard, yes, they had to rescue five people who got trapped in floodwaters. Four of them were hoisted out by a chopper because they were stranded in a home that was surrounded by four feet of water. The fifth guy is the guy that's making the national news because he, dude, you go look at the still shot of that rescue. That guy was hooped. He was in the middle of a giant, what looks like a giant river, uh, but it appears to be all just be floodwater. And his car, he's sitting on the top of his car, and the water is near the top of the windows of the car. Oh, gosh. And so they roped in. The Coast Guard guy, you know, drops down on the rope and, and grabbed him and swept him out of there. Oh, Pretty that's wild, man. freaking amazing. By the way, it looks like it's, um, it's, it's on the Washington side. Kind of think like Astoria, like you're heading out to the coast. It's like that. That's like the that's what? the so it's out west. Yes. Go up to Castle Rock yeah. and then go left. And take a okay. left. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so it's not as far out towards the coast as like Astoria, but that's like the closest Oregon city that I could tell you to like go north, and you kind of run into it. Never heard of it. Well, we had the death in in uh, the body that was discovered that was at the Johnson Creek one. Yeah, I think that there's two deaths and another person that we assume. There was another one in Bronson Creek in yeah. Beaverton. Yeah, it's it's getting kind of spooky Dude. out there. So they're just telling everyone, be careful around uh, waterways. And then I, I think some of these have been uh, homeless people or houseless people <clears throat> camping near the water. And they're obviously telling them to be careful, although I'm not certain that they're listening to the reports about the water. But. And then in Monroe, uh, Washington, which is northeast of Seattle, they said they had to bring four people and a dog to safety. They were trapped in a park by swollen waters. Yeah. It's scary out there, man. That's always one of those, like, the uh, the flash flood thing always, like, that's a, it's not an irrational fear because it's actual, it's something that can happen. But it's like that log truck thing for me. I've just seen a lot of the videos of, like, people getting swept away. And it, it gives me the heebie-jeebies. Like, you're down at the coast and, like, the, 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 the tides start coming in and see people trapped out by the rocks. I'm very conscious of that. I don't like to mess around. With so that. we've talked about Forks before. Yeah, up there in the peninsula. Yeah, they that town claims to be the rainiest town in the contiguous United States. Mm-hmm. They they're the rainiest anywhere in the United States. It's a lot of rain. They set a record for inches of rain over 24 hours. How I many they get? 4.7 in 24 hours. In 24 hours. Good lord, it's crazy. Yeah, that. Uh, why would you want to live there? I mean, seems Twilight was filmed there. Maybe you find a vampire. Was Twilight filmed there? It's based in Forks. Hey, oh. do you know where I, I got look, married? Look at Will with big. Uh, that Twilight is big news. hot Twilight news. But I'm gonna go ahead and try did to. You, one did you up get it. married in Forks? <laughs> no. <laughs> what? Uh, you got Twilight wed? My wife and I got married at uh, the Viewpoint Inn, mm-hmm. which has since burned down. It's in. It was in Corbett. Yeah. In the Gorge. Mm-hmm. They filmed. 
I don't know. I didn't watch Twilight. A but scene a, or a, something? Yeah, they filmed something there. Some oh. famous scenes oh. there. I'm not going to give you a scene-by-scene scene breakdown oh. of Twilight. I, I just thought know Will it was, was filmed gonna... in Forks, and it was filmed in Kalama. That's all I got for you. Okay. Yeah, if you well, dro- part of it was filmed at the Viewpoint Inn. We got married there, and it was funny because we were... Yeah, I don't know. We were married in, I don't even remember, 2008? <laughs> You're like, ah, Something like that. 2015 or 16, my wife and I are driving back up there. Oh, let's go check out the viewpoint. In. And we go over there. It's all condemned and burned. It's like, uh, <laughs> this doesn't really bode well for our love affair here. It's always fun when you do that. There was a, a place uh, down at the coast that we used to go and get clam chowder. It's like the whale watch in or whatever. And we went down once, and we were all excited. It was like one of our little favorite places to go. And we pulled up, and it was gone. And I mean it was gone, removed from existence. And, like, we drove by. We're like, I swear it was right around here. And they had torn it down. There wasn't even, a, like, a, a sign of it. And I was like, well, that's that, that's 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 a thing. And people are saying on the Vancouver 4 text line now, Rossberg. Rossberg, okay. Yeah. Somebody uh, else texted and said, wake me up when the atmospheric river chases the squatches out of the woods. <laughs> Hey, maybe that happens. Hey, I never thought about that, but that's yeah. You Flood get all these out? landslides. Like, what if the squatch just starts no, squatches, rolling down a mountain? Nah, squatches are able to handle that sort of thing. You kidding Dude. me? They've been squatching in those woods forever. You think a little flood's going to get them? They probably have underground tunnels. Well, didn't the one guy say that they live in rocks? We just had that story not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. He just he, he magically opened up a rock, and that he was just, out in Central Oregon. He just climbs in. <laughs> like a like a Sasquatch is going to be flooded out. Get Maybe real. That was Burns. I don't remember. Uh, Salmon Creek doo doo news Uh-oh. next on the fan. Prime time with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. Well, all this uh, <clears throat> doo doo talk, doo doo in the Willamette, doo doo on Salmon Creek. It's got us all hot and bothered here. Let me tell you about the Salmon Creek thing. Now, this is right up our alley. This happened today, and I saw it on the 1080 The Fan Twitter account. I don't know who it is. You know, I never know who posts what. Yeah, it just happens. But things get posted. Might have been Jeff Rust. But a dump truck full of treated human waste overturned on I-5 near 205. Wait, there's a dump truck out there just carrying doo-doo? Well, that was my first Back to the future style? Like horse nears? Yeah, just sitting. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Open top. I look like I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know we were allowed to just carry around human dung. Uh, well, it's treated human dung. Well, but like, what does that even mean? I don't you, know. You treat what? You sprinkle some corn on it? Like what is? Tr- like what is treated human dung? I'm not real sure. It could actually be worse. The I, treated yeah, dung. I, I don't know. Because it's still dungy, <laughs> doo doo, but now has chemicals in it. Yeah, like, whoa, 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 that's human feces. And then someone's like, don't worry, it's treated? Huh? <laughs> yeah, there's a dump truck and a trailer full of treated human waste uh, right near the I-5-205 junction in Salmon Creek. Uh, it happened just before 8.40 a.m., just south of the fairgrounds exit. Uh, it caused block lanes in both directions and traffic delays for miles. Um, yeah. Wow. A little bit of the poopy. That's more than a little bit of the poopy. That's full-on Back to the Future stuff. It just tipped over. And I, you learn something every new on this uh, program every, every day. New. Yeah, every and, new. And I did not know we, one, I didn't know we had just treated human dung. I thought that had to go into, like, a plant and became, like, liquid. And I also didn't know that we were allowed to just drive around. So you're telling me I can just take human dew and just drive around 
with like an open air pickup. Well, I, I just feel like I've I've long thought this, but I I, I don't want to know what's in trucks when I pass them. That's probably for the best. And most of it's probably mundane, just you know. But you, I don't. I think we'd be. In other words, like this. It's like, in the event that there's something nefarious going on, or there's just something disgusting. Yeah. I don't want to know. So, like, how many times do you like? You never know what's in any of these trucks. No. Every once in a while, it'll say hazardous or flammable. I would think that this would say hazardous. Oh hell no! The other night we drove by a truck full of. uh, garlic, garlic cloves, <laughs> really? and it, yeah, and it was open, so you could see the garlic in it. Huh. And my wife and I are like, "What the hell is that?" She's like, "Oh my god, I think that's garlic," and it it didn't have a top on it. And I don't know why it was open air, but it was. Well, maybe the you know people and can I was, enjoy the smell. I was delighted. Yeah, I'm like that's really cool. But again, I always have the thought, "Well, did I need to let's close that up?" I didn't need to know that was garlic. Someone does bring up a good question. In the question. event that it's something bad. Someone brings up a good question. Where was that dung going? <laughs> if you have a dump truck full of human <laughs> dung, where is that Probably go- to that they're tr- taking it somewhere to to to, to treat. Uh, but it's wh- already been treated. I Yeah, but I feel like it's... I got in my head, I've got it all figured out. <laughs> that, that it's partially treated. Yeah. And then it's fully... And then you take it somewhere to fully treat it. And then they turn it into water and stuff. Yeah, I thought that just all happened at one plant. I didn't and know that's gross, to... too. It is. Have you ever thought about that? Well, you've never been to one of those where you see no, the... I've never seen that. Yeah, we took a tour of one once. like Wastewater for... treatment plant? Yeah, and it's unbelievable. Dude. <laughs> it's just a big, giant vat of just brown, chocolatey water just <laughs> swirling. And, and then you freaking drink it. <laughs> and they're like, look, it's clean. I'm like, I don't trust it. <laughs> Get my Brita out. I, it's... How do they do that? I don't know, man. I went through the tour, and I still can't tell you how they do it. It seems very, I don't like it. It's very uneasy. Liquid dew is a whole thing. Like when you drain, like, the black water out of, like, a camper, or if anyone that's had it, like, it's, like, the worst. Yeah. It's the most horrific thing known to man. I just can't think of anything worse. Ignorance is bliss in that situation. Yeah, Ign- that's, ignorance I, is I, that's bliss. what I think, too. Yeah. I often, yeah, I don't know. I always picture, like, I don't know, just like a bunch of people crammed into the back of one of those trucks, or I just think of Back to the Future. I just think of what it like the whole having dump, like having that dumped on top of me, like well, in Shawshank, back to the... Shawshank Redemption style, having to crawl through that. In Back to the Future, it was a little more. Um, they made it appear a little bit more. Oh, I don't know. It, it kind, you know, the scene. Yeah, it, it yeah. kind of like. Cascaded down. Upon yeah, it's kind of like grassy, yeah. not as wet. <laughs> this was very yeah, mushy, runny, poopy, doo doo. Is diarrhea poopy? Yeah, and which it, is the it worst, doesn't look treated. But. It's the worst kind of like if you're gonna have dung dropped on you, you would think you'd want it to have some substance to it. You don't want the the liquid gets into cracks, and you you don't you don't want that. of all the trucks that could crash. That's probably the one we. W- well, I don't know. This is a good question. This is another question. Of all the trucks that were going through the corridor there. It's the worst. Of all the trucks that will go through there on any given day, yeah. is that the worst one that it could has spill? To be. What else? You sure it's not number two? <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, what's worse? Well, people. People? Yeah, like if they're a bunch of 
people in there? There's no people. There's no dead bodies. <laughs> well, I'm not saying dead bodies. What if they're alive? Oh, like a human trafficking sort of thing? Yeah, or like... Well, no, because then you're like, you feel good because those people now are free. Like it's, <laughs> They scurry off. They what scurry if they die? Off. Well, then, look, that's bad, but you didn't specific... You didn't... Uh, you weren't specific about dead. What about the chickens? We had that recently. Yeah. The chickens got spilt out all over the... You know me, though. I don't feel bad for the... Ch- I feel bad for the cows. What if it's a bunch of drugs? <laughs> Scoop some... I don't know. <laughs> Like I don't know. I'm just a bunch saying. Of keys laying on the side. You never know what's in any of those trucks. No, it's a roulette type of thing. It, it really is. It's a bad deal. Something flammable, perhaps. I guess that's the one thing: is dew isn't flammable, correct? Can you light poo on fire? I. Yeah, you can light your farts. It, people do it all the time. <laughs> they they light poop bags and throw it on somebody's porch. Don't do that, kids. They don't do that. They do. That's not do a that real anymore? thing. That is a thing. No, absolutely. It no. used to be a thing. That, that's no. a thing. <laughs> that used to be a thing. Yes, that's if a that seventy want... show movie cliche. No, the flaming bag of dog poo was very much a real it thing. It wasn't in the always 80s. dog poo. Yeah. And so, did you guys ever do? Uh, did you ever egg a house? I got in a lot a of trouble for being around someone who egged a house. Okay, so you egg, and then uh, toilet paper, right? Oh, yeah. you would have everyone that. So does toilet TP. paper. Okay, so yeah. that's the thing. Plungers, Just ta- it, toilets. Where yeah. when I when I grew up, taking that one step or two steps further yeah. was taking a dump yep. into a bag and throwing it on someone's porch on fire. That yeah. was it was a classic. And now, now I've never done that, but there are people that did that. Yeah. That's the thing. And then if you want to take it another step further, for some reason, uh, people would do drive-by mailbox bashing with baseball bats. Yeah. And now we're getting malicious. <laughs> now we're just getting destructive. Well, that's yeah. from uh, on bench warmers. Oh, that's from a lot of different movies. Yeah, but I mean, like, kids used to do that in high school for batting practice. I don't think they were actually working on their swings. I think that was more of a hoodlum sort of thing, stand-by-me style. But yes, that was, uh, that was indeed a thing. Here's a guy who's operated one of those bobcats, he yeah. said. Talking about the dung-dung poo-poo. Yeah. He says it's like pudding. Gosh. <laughs> With the pudding and the chocolate. Yeah. It's just no good. All right, that's in the news for December 6th. 2023. Coming up next, the Hot 5 at 5 trade talks involving Juan Soto are heating up where he may be going. Rumors of a boycott in college football and... Might the Civil War have life? Next on The Fan.